This message comes from NPR sponsor Patreon, allowing creators to build real, sustainable income through the direct support of their fans. If you're a creator, sign up on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, and start building the steady income stream you deserve. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Lars Gottridge. Hey, Robin. And Stephen Thompson. Hello, Robin. It's New Music Friday, that day of the week when a whole bunch of albums come out, and we're looking at the best releases dropping on June 14th, starting with the band Baroness and their album, Golden Grey. This is Baroness, the band Baroness and their album Golden Grey. The song we're listening to is called Borderline. And Lars, this is uh, a band that's been at it for a minute. This is their fifth full-length album, and uh, their lead singer, John Dyer Baisley, says he thinks it's the best one they've ever done. I think he's probably onto something there. I remember seeing this band play in DIY spaces back in the early 2000s when they were more of like a, a sludge metal band. And this is what they were known for. They were a band from Savannah, Georgia. And Savannah, Georgia at the time has like a hotbed of this sludgy kind of metal music. But over the past 16 years, Baroness has really morphed and changed into something more expansive and bigger. There are more hooks, more hard rock, more progressive rock, but still a little bit of a metallic edge and this is a sprawling record there's so many different feels on this record and i i think of baroness as a metal band right but listening to it if anything it's it's a a prog rock record Uh, there's just an enormous amount of artistry here and for as loud as they get there's some really nice palate cleansers throughout it here's one uh, called sevens Which kind of reminded me of something like maybe from Kid A, Radiohead's Kid Mm -hmm. A. Yeah, sure. You know, this band, especially in its early days, would get compared to Led Zeppelin. And I think that was only because the riffs were somewhat similar to like their most rockingest moments. But now I think they're actually settling into what the idea of Led Zeppelin was doing, like these huge art projects in album form. Baroness is the band, and their album is called Gold and Gray. Let's go to what is uh, one of the most anticipated albums of the week. It comes from Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. His new album is called Western Stars. You start out slow in a sweet little bungalow Something to can call home The rain comes falling, the blues come calling You're left with a heart of stone Some folks are inspired, sitting by 
the fire, slippers tucked under the bed. But when I go to sleep, I can't count sheep for the white lines in my head. I'm a wayfarer, baby. I roam from town to town. When everyone's asleep and midnight bells sound, the wheels are hissing up the highway, spinning round. It could only be Bruce Springsteen. His new album is Western Stars, and the song we're listening to is The Wayfarer. And for this one, we go to NPR music director and quite possibly the biggest Bruce Springsteen <laughs> fan on the planet, Lauren Anke. Hey, Hi, Lauren. Guys. Hey. How I'm many times? Sorry how, about that. No, how many times have you seen Bruce Springsteen live? Oh. A lot. Well, Around 80, maybe. 80 times. A-T. <laughs> With a Y. I always think, uh, Stephen, after I saw Bruce Springsteen for the first time, Stephen said, I hear he does a pretty good show. <laughs> <laughs> how does someone, Lauren, how does someone like Bruce Springsteen, who has, you know, he's continued to push himself throughout his career, how does he continue to push himself on this one? It's his 19th studio album. It is something that he hasn't done before, and that is put together songs that are really string-driven and orchestrated. And it almost, it's not like songs that you feel like he recorded the song and they said, let's put some strings on that. It feels like it was written intentionally to echo, to honor Jimmy Webb and Glenn Campbell and that whole era. You know, he's coming around the corner to 70 years old this fall trying something he hasn't done before. The other thing to note is his singing on this album is really gorgeous. It's very full-throated and big. You don't get, mostly, he avoids the kind of I'm a cowpoke mumbler. When the first singles came out, I thought this whole album might end up being a little brighter than it is, but it's a lot more wistful and reflective than I thought. Yeah, I mean, the characters are in pretty rough shape in a lot of songs. A lot of the songs are about loss and regret. And because the characters seem kind of to be close to Springsteen's age, there's also a sense that the loss is going to stay a loss. We should hear something else from the record. Let's get into a song that has some of those characters you're talking about. One track that we haven't heard since the actual album release now is Stones, which I find really powerful and distinct from almost everything on the record in the lyrics the main character has stones in his mouth that are the lies that he's told his lover and he can't get rid of them I woke up this morning with stones in my mouth said those were only the lies you've told me Those are only the lies you've told me I pulled my collar to the wind And spit them on the ground You said those are only the lies you've told me Those are only the lies you've told me You said on the edge of our bed in the sun I felt them gather on my tongue. I'm just amazed at how he can 
reinvent himself on this record, but still stay so true to who he is, it still feels like essential Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and part of that's the West. I mean, Springsteen has been writing about the West for a very, very long time and had that imagery that I think comes right out of 50s Western movies and TV shows that he probably, you know, binged on as a kid. <laughs> and I think that love for the West and the, the romanticism saves some of these characters. The, just the idea of the landscape, you feel like, feels great. Bruce Springsteen is the artist. His album is Western Stars. Thanks so much, Lauren. Thank you. And from Bruce Springsteen, let's go to the spoken word artist Kate Tempest. She has a, a new album out on June 14th called The Book of Traps and Lessons. Keep moving. Don't move. Keep moving. Don't move. 7.2 billion humans. 7.3 billion humans. 7.4 billion human. The rain falls like troops, like troops. The rain falls, open your coat in it. Shiver and cough, your skin's like a dead thing. Dying, your feet like pondweed. The rain falls like troops. Walk up the hill, post-pub trudge. Laugh to it, live to it. It's coming to pass, my country's coming apart. The whole thing's becoming such a bumbling. Open the front door. Your key is an arrow. Now turn three times in the hallway, peel off your clothes, socks lost, socks lost, stand naked and push your twig fingers through the wet bracken that storms by your ears, stand naked and shiver. You know, when she's ticking off the number of people on the planet, she gets to 7.4 billion. I, I just, that's it. We're done. <laughs> we're, it's, it's over, right? It's game over. And it, there's not a whole lot of other good news in this song from Kate Tempest. The song's called Keep Moving, Don't Move. She's a British spoken word artist and rapper. Uh, we had her on a Tuesday episode of All Songs Considered a couple of months ago, but her album is out now. And Stephen, you could spend the whole rest of the year pulling on the threads on this one yeah. and never get to the bottom of it. Yeah, she is absolutely incredible. When you read the lyric sheet for a Kate Tempest album, it is absolutely like reading a book of poetry. Yeah. This really functions. These pieces really function as poems, and you can read them as such. But if you do that, you are missing the absolutely hypnotic quality of her delivery yeah. and these arrangements that suck you in and then hold you. From track to track, there's, there's really not a lot of air in this record. She kind of just pulls you from from track to track to track very seamlessly and once you get hooked into what she's doing it's very hard to stop listening it's it's impossible to sum up what this record is about but she captures an overall mood like she really i think captures the tension of now and the anxiety of now and it's it's just so alive and and vibrant Kate Tempest is the artist. Her new album is called The Book of Traps and Lessons. Let's do one more uh, before the break. And you talk about an album that has a lot of threads to pull. Uh, this one is called Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. It comes from Bill Callahan. Love is not magic. It's certainty. And 
what comes after certainty A world of mystery I stood on the surf in Kauai While my love videoed me On honeymoon Is it just me or does Bill Callahan sound um, a little happier and more content? He, yeah, he's a little happier. <laughs> a little more happy, a little happier. Bill Callahan is record as Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest, um, a guy not really known for his buoyant, cheerful pop songs or anything <laughs> like that. But I just felt like he's taken a long look in the mirror. He didn't like what he, what he saw, but he likes where he's headed. For a little background on this record, this is his first record in six years. He took that time to get married, to have a child, and yeah. he also witnessed the, the death of his mother. So he's obviously had time to think about daily life. And there are a lot of themes that run through this record. Obviously, family is a big one. There are a lot of lyrical motifs. He talks about family crests actually a number of times yeah. through the record with observations on creativity and family that feel dry in his deadpan baritone. But you can hear the smile in his voice. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. like, I'm really glad to be writing songs again. To me, this record, I could just swim around in the 64 minutes of, of this you know 20 song record. I could swim around in it all day. And because there's there are these little very plainly stated pearls that drop, you know, th- throughout the record oh. about the writing process, about, you know, as you said, contentment and love and birth and death. And it's all couched in this, these very beautiful, very delicate arrangements. I think this is a real masterpiece from him, maybe his best work yet. Bill Callahan is the artist Shepherd in a Sheepskin Vest. We still have a handful of albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, plus our lightning round of other notable releases. But first, we need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Blue, creators of the Yeti Microphone. Blue helps musicians, podcasters, and YouTubers tell their stories and build their audiences. Raise your voice and get special pricing at bluedesigns.com NPR. Support also comes from Tito's Handmade Vodka. Born and bred in Austin, Texas, the live music capital of the world. Music's just kind of part of our DNA, says Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller of Tito's Handmade Vodka. For recipes, videos, and more, visit them at titosvodka.com. 80 Proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, 5th Generation Incorporated, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas, crafted to be savored responsibly. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Lars Gottrich and Stephen Thompson, and we kick off the second half of our show with the band Calexico and their latest collaboration with Iron and Wine. It's called Years to Burn. While my father built a mansion on the mountain I was chasing my Teresa around the tree We were kicking precious stones Sinking ships and swimming home on the crazy for the comfort of our clothes. My father built a mansion on the mountain. My Teresa dragged a rag across my brow. She said the weather's never fair, the wind can only blow your hair. 
This is Calexico with Iron and Wine. Their new album is Years to Burn. The song we're hearing is Father Mountain. Uh, Stephen, this isn't the first time they've worked together, but it's been nearly almost 15 years since their last record. Yeah, In the Rains uh, was an EP that the two made together back in 2005. And so having them come back together in 2019 and make a record together you can feel it as more of a collaboration. There's there's more shared vocal duties. There's more shared songwriting duties. Um, there's a looser quality, while at the same time, everybody feels completely in the pocket. Uh, Lars, I think you've you've said of this record, you described it as very smooth. I want to say this. So, like, uh, I, I gave this, like, a real listen for the first time this past week. I was like, all right, the soft rock vibes. I'm, I'm, I'm down. It's not, it's, not, it's not my lane. Then the second half gets mm-hmm. nice and weird in a way that I really appreciate. Well, yeah, there are a lot more surprises and strange detours on this one than I was expecting. There was like moments that were almost like free jazz odyssey. <laughs> um, here, here's a song called Outside El Paso. I mean, the only thing missing over this is William S. Burroughs, you know. <laughs> the sun's going down like a big bald head. <laughs> it's disappearing beyond the boulevard. That's, that's the outtake. <laughs> yeah. glad, to, glad to have Calexico and Iron and Wine back together again for this record, Years to Burn. Let's go to a discovery artist for me this week. It's the duo known as House and Land. Their new album is Across the Field. This is House and Land. Their album is Across the Field, and the song we're listening to is called Two Sisters. This is a duo from North Carolina, and Lars, uh, one that you turned me on to. Yeah, this is their second record from House and Land. The duo is Sarah Louise, who plays guitars, bazooki, and any number of other instruments, and Sally Ann Morgan, who plays fiddle, banjo, and also any other number of instruments. But in addition to modernizing the arrangements just a little bit, they also bring more of a feminist perspective to these old songs, where Sarah or Sally make comments about, like, we didn't like this interpretation of this song, so we altered it a little bit because we didn't think that the woman in the song would do this thing. 
And these are deep cuts too. It's not right. like you listen to these and you're like, oh, okay, I know. Yeah, I that's immediately a, that's know a Woody this. Guthrie. Yeah, you know, whatever. exactly, right. yeah. exactly. But I kept thinking while listening to it that this, this sounded like the kinds of recordings Alan Lomax would have made mm-hmm. decades ago. But they they make it sound just very live, alive, and now. House and Land is the duo. Their new album is called Across the Field. Let's take a real left turn here and go to the composer John Luther Adams. John Luther Adams has a new album out called Become Desert. John Luther Adams is the composer. His new album is called Become Desert, and the song we're hearing is the only cut on the record, a 40-minute cut called Become Desert. And here to talk about this one is NPR Music's Tom Heisinger. And uh, Tom, John Luther Adams is a name that maybe sounds familiar to people, uh, but not necessarily the musician that people may be thinking of. One thing we should uh, do a little housekeeping here and make sure that our listeners are not getting John Luther Adams confused with John Adams, mm-hmm. easy right. to do. Yeah. He's the composer of operas like Nixon in China and uh, Dr. Atomic. But this this Adams is quite different. I think of him as kind of our de facto environmentalist composer. He writes music that is most often inspired by and sometimes situated within natural settings. And Become Desert now is part of a trilogy. He wrote Become River and then Become Ocean, which he won the Pulitzer for in 2014. And now this one, it is just this 40-minute mirage of a symphony that shimmers just majestically in stillness. But that's not to say that there's really nothing going on because um, the music is intricately orchestrated, always in flux, and um, he conjures up these like glistening shafts of light and flickering colors kind of refracting in the haze of the desert heat. Very large orchestra here divided into five different groups and then set into five different locations in the concert venue. So if you see this in a concert hall, he might put a group up in the balcony or the choir loft or somewhere off stage. And then they are performing in five different speeds. So it's a very complex score that really, it's hard actually just to excerpt this thing. You really yeah. kind of have to give into the whole 40-minute yeah, experience. We, what we heard was... The desert essentially waking up. Let's scooch ahead about 17, 18 minutes in, and you can kind of hear the the desert come alive. Oh, totally. So it's almost like uh, being in the desert for 24 hours because you have kind of the desert awakening, like we just heard, and like the first like little glinting shafts of, of the morning light. And then uh, what we're going to hear next is kind of the desert in full swing, and we kind of find ourselves surrounded by 
um, bells and gongs, and two things really cool happen at this point. You'll detect this faint rolling thunder in the timpani, which uh, increases a few minutes uh, even down the road further where he gets eight timpani involved in this. And then the trombones come in with these long arching lines that really give you a sense of the expansive landscape here. Another thing he says I think is most important um, because he is always concerned about uh, human relationship with nature and he writes about this one that um, Become Desert, he says, is both a celebration of the deserts we are given and a lamentation of the deserts we create. Such a beautiful record. You can just really feel the desert spread out before you, just this endlessly stretching uh, landscape stretching off into the horizon. John Luther Adams is the composer. His new album is called Become Desert. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, guys. We have one more album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but first we need to do a quick run through all the other notable albums out on June 14th, starting with the band Dressy Bessie. Do you know Dressy Bessie? Yeah, from Denver, right? Yeah, Faster Faster Disaster is their new record. They have some ties to the Elephant Six Collective. The Apples and Stereo guitarist John Hill is also in Dressy Bessie. Their new record, Fast Faster Disaster. Keb Moe, the veteran blues artist and uh, roots music artist, has a new album out called Oklahoma. And Bad Books is back with their third album. This is the musical project of Kevin Devine. Uh, this time he's working with Andy Hull and Robert McDowell of Manchester Orchestra. The DC Dream Pop band Cigarette uh, has a new record out called Light Blues. It's uh, subtly sexy. If you want your heavy music a little bit more psychedelic, the hardcore band Kaleidoscope has a new record called After the Futures. It's actually out Saturday. And Luxury, this is a band that I have loved since high school in the 90s. There is actually a documentary about Luxury called Parallel Love that is touring independent theaters now. And the movie also documents the making of a new album called Trophies that was supposed to come out like four years ago. And now it is finally available on streaming services and it is their best record. Uh, I am in love with it. Uh, There is a record that I really, really love that Bob Boylan just played on All Songs Considered. It's a Tuesday show called Another Sky, called Life Was Coming In Through the Blinds. Uh, Katrine Vincent, the singer, has one of the grabbiest and most compelling voices I've heard in a long time. Uh, A little uh, up and coming, uh, you know, like like maybe next big thing, Madonna. Mm-hmm. Uh, has, a, has a new record called Madam X. All those albums out now along with this last one that actually dropped on Wednesday. It comes from the rapper Goldlink. It's called Diaspora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's my yard, get the fuck out my yard. DC man and baby know I go hard, look. Southwest niggas make the gun spark. I say I love her cause I take it from the heart. Ass that wanna taste, I like art. Gold link is a black work of art. I don't need no friends in my life. I don't need no girl to get high, huh? 
I just need a boat and a tan And a black girl with a five-year plan Who's in school with a kid Trying to be the best she can And she drive a good kid Mad City minivan, look No bad vibe could I in a my yard No bad vibe could I in a my yard No, no bad vibe could I in a my yard In a my yard, in a my yard No bad vibe could I in a my yard No bad vibe could I in a my yard No, no bad vibe could I in a my yard In a my yard, in a my yard This is the rapper Goldlink. His new record is called Diaspora, and uh, the song we're listening to is called Yard. And here to talk about this one with us is NPR Music, Sydney Madden. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. Hey, all. Goldlink, a DMV rapper, DC, Maryland, Virginia, not the <laughs> not Department the, yes. of Motor Vehicles. Absolutely not. He's a DC um, patron saint at this point. He's like one of the most prominent DC rappers, and this is definitely leveling up for him. Back when he was first starting out on his mixtapes, him and producers like Louis Elastic, they were creating stuff that they called Future Bounce. Then you fast forward to a few years and his debut under his major label, RCA, it was very DC-centric. So he had um, Bursts of Go-Go on there and jazz and collaborators like Shia Glizzy and Maya. So very like tied to his sense of where he comes from and, and his hometown. Now go a few years later and diaspora is really like zooming out to a macro level of like what the black experience is like all around the world so he's pulling from reggae there's afrobeat there there's a few indigenous screams on some of the records that's really um ear catching i would say and you can tell he's pulling from um people like the afrobeat godfather fella kuti or pioneers of reggae like even on that song you you hear hear like murder she wrote like that beat shaka demas and pliers so it's like he's going from an evolution that is like his soul to the depths of like everyone's soul like africa you know his last record uh, at what cost was sort of centered around like a party like wiling out kind of like all over throughout the record if that one felt like a the cooler punch bowl this one feels a bit more top shelf like the sounds are much more sleeker mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cooler and it's like a much more i hate to say this but like more like grown up party <laughs> <laughs> what does that entail he did i immediately regret saying that <laughs> <laughs> he does say in yard get off my yard yeah, very I mean, <laughs> get off my lawn. I think what it means, though, is that like he's already classed up. It's mm-hmm. only been two years since the last record, and he's already he's already thinking three five steps ahead. Absolutely, and it's funny because he's leveling up, but he's also like looking into his roots more. Mm-hmm. So it's a it's like a conversion of so many timelines. Goldlink is the rapper. His new album is called Diaspora. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, Robin. And Steven. Always a pleasure. As always, if you want to keep up with the latest news from NPR Music about uh, Tiny Desk concerts, new music, and more, just sign up for our newsletter. Go to npr.org slash music newsletter. That's all one word, music newsletter. To see a list of everything we played and talked about on this week's episode of New Music Friday and to hear full versions of the songs we featured, go to our website, npr.org slash all songs. You can also listen in Apple and Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR Music's New Music Friday playlist. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from the NPR Wine Club, where every bottle tells a story and NPR shows become wines, like Weekend Edition Cabernet Sauvignon.
Available to adults 21 years or older. Learn more at nprwineclub.org.